0: Hi, this is Katie, and thank you for joining me on the My Senses, My Space podcast. And today, I wanted to talk about morning routine wins. And again, wins are not that you are winning at everything. <laughs> wins are what makes you feel good, and you feel like it's the right set of steps for you. It's the right feeling that you want to have during that time, and that's all it means. So talking about morning routines is so personal. It's entirely up to you and the certain steps that you need to take to do what's next for you the rest of the day. Whether you um, work outside the home or not, whether you are taking kids to school, whether you um, structure your day a certain way whatever that means to you, um, there can be ways for you to set up your morning so that you can feel less stress. Now there's always going to be certain things that we have to do, right? We need to nourish our bodies in the morning. We need to take care of them and get them ready for, um, just being outside the house, possibly like what, What do those sets of things mean to you? What is the end goal? What is, what do you want to feel as you're possibly leaving the house or starting your day? What does everything look like finished without overloading yourself? And especially if you are helping others get ready during that time as well, that can be very overwhelming. And guiding them through if they're having difficulties um, staying on task, um, trying to get through the right items at the right times, Um, but then also having some flexibility in terms of there really isn't a right way or a right order that you have to do things in but there may be a very preferred way to make it feel comfortable for you or others that you live with. So thinking about the timing of things, and I think this one is kind of the most important because you're trying to do a set number of tasks in a certain amount of time, and it may kind of vary how much time that your body needs to go through those tasks or other people's bodies, kids' bodies may be able to jump out of bed and get right to things, or they may need to slowly wake up, um, or you may need to. So first timing yourself in your current morning routine. Like everyone has a morning routine right now. It's not that um, it's, no one's starting from zero on this. Everyone wakes up, everyone gets ready but how you slowly tweak things over time or how you make them more comfortable to you is what the goal is. Um, so it may start out the night before, what can you do to let yourself have a more relaxed, a more, um, paced, well paced for you, time in the mornings? Um, what could you set out? Clothing, um, If they're food items that won't perish um, if they're left out, what kind of things? Even setting out bowls the night before for cereal, little things like that can really like give yourself a kindness the next day. And then, as you're going through your routine, time yourself, Um, and it doesn't have to be that you're hitting, like you're counting down to something, because sometimes that's that can stress people out. Um, but what if you count it up? What if you just set your timer to count up and you kind of are looking at how long things take you at a pace that works for you? <laughs> um, and then what does the hurried version look like? Maybe there are times where you just have to go a little faster than you normally would on a weekend. It's not all relaxation in the mornings on on work days, Um, but there can be a certain set of time that can really work for you and your family. And then after you're timing yourself, see if you can, if it helps you, um, put in timers at certain points. Now in our house, it really helps my son to have certain times of, okay, this is a is the time for a certain transition. And usually that transition is kind of big, but for him, because he is autistic, he needs a transition item. So if he's getting out of bed, he needs his blankie with him. If he's going to um, use the bathroom, he might need his iPad as a timer or something so he can read to brush his teeth or something. So those key transitions often for him really help to have a transition item. And I notice for myself, sometimes for me, it's like having that cup of coffee that I can have in my hand and transition to the next thing It's having, um, possibly his school lunch bag and I'm grabbing that and I'm moving it into the kitchen so I can fill that up. There's certain little transition things that can help clue you into your own rhythms. And it could be a timer. It could be um, some kind of physical object, but something that kind of clues you in to this is the next step. A lot of the times also people really, it really helps them to have things laid out. So often in the bathroom, people say that, if they have like toothbrush, then makeup or like whatever order that you want something that you're used to doing the morning routine in, it really helps to like visually see, okay, I'm doing this one first, then I put it away. Then I'm doing this one and I put it away. Then I do this one and I put it away. And then I know I'm not missing anything. And so just having things out on the counter or one of those um, turntables that you can put things in and you just kind of spin it around to the next thing that you're doing can really help, especially kids go through their morning routine and know what to expect next because they can visually see that. And for other people, visual clutter is just too much. They're like, no, if I have muscle memory of opening up a cabinet, pulling something out and knowing, That after I like wash my face and I feel that sensation on my face, that the next thing is going to be feeling something on my teeth, (laughs) you know, kind of going through those senses of feeling each step as they happen. And you have those kind of muscle memories. And if you already have that kind of set, but you're wanting to add one more thing, maybe it's you're always brushing your teeth teeth, but you want to add on flossing. (laughs) I know everybody has like a, a lot of people have a better flossing goal. That's just why it popped in there. It's how do you then incorporate that next step into your routine so that it's just habit so that your brain is not making the decision of whether or not you're actually doing it. Because the more decisions that we're making in the morning, really the less we have available, you know, brain-wise for the rest of the day. We have a set limit of like the number of decisions we can make and kind of process throughout the day. And the more we automate, the more that we kind of ease into the day and make it feel really good to us, the more that we can have our mind open to other things that are really important later on. So whether that's wearing a similar kind of outfit every day, whether it's having the same kind of meals every day, all those things kind of add up to, I'm going through a routine, I'm stepping through this, and it feels really good so that I can just kind of go on autopilot, right? But then there's times where that can get too mundane for some people that it can be like, okay, I'm trying this out, but then it just feels blah. And I don't really want to participate in it anymore. And a lot of that can be like ADHD brains that just kind of need that, those little sparkly bits sometimes that help keep us going. And so in those times it's sometimes it's the novelty sometimes it's the variety sometimes it's the intensity there's different factors that you can kind of pull in to see what will work to help kind of spice it up um sometimes it's because you're doing it every day so how can we mix that up let's say um for teeth brushing what if and i'm not saying this is the answer but what if you had seven different kinds of toothpaste, or maybe five for Monday through Friday. And they each tasted a little different and you liked them all, right? But it gave you this kind of sense of, okay, I know what day it is. So I have cinnamon on Monday, mint on Tuesday, whatever it is. Um, but you, you kind of get that variety throughout the week so that it doesn't become like this kind of, ugh, this again. And it kind of gets your brain into the mind of what day it is as well. You can do this with food. You can do this with drinks, candles that are lit, any kind of variety of things. It could be what you're wearing. It could be something that you're snuggling with in the morning. It could be a certain like podcast or show or something that that helps you kind of listen as you're doing some other mundane tasks, but you're providing some variety or that it kind of is more intense than other days. So maybe the cinnamon type toothpaste is more intense and it kind of gives your your body this kind of like little ooh <laughs> that's that's kind of spicy, that's kind of, you know, a different taste than I was expecting. So consider those things. And you can also provide this for your children. Maybe they're kind of seeking more variety or maybe they're like, no, I can't, (laughs) I can't comprehend or I can't really process that much variety in the mornings. Maybe it's something to kind of back off on and say, we're going to kind of do the same thing every day because that's what really works for you. So in a household where there's some people who crave more of that stimulation and some who are craving less, it's about finding that balance of like, we can't play super loud music if not, if everyone can't um, perform under those circumstances, it could be, you know, that for some, music is a huge thing that can help motivate and and bring you to the next step or just kind of get you through like listening to a great song to get those morning dishes done or get something kind of cooked up for the kids real quick but it can also um, calm people too like there's it may be that we need a more calm environment in the morning because there can be a lot of agitation or worry about something and so bringing it down making it a little bit more calming having some more intention Maybe there is time in your morning to sit down and journal before everyone gets up. Um, And if you're altering any schedules, do it by like 10 to 15 minutes increments at a time. So, and especially over a period of days, I know when my son is getting more acclimated to the beginning of school in September, we have a couple weeks where we're gradually working backwards um, so that his body and my body too (laughs) to be honest, it's both of us, get back to that schedule that feels good because in the evenings, we need a routine also to calm down. And that will be on the next podcast. So I hope this gives you some ideas. And it's such an individual and a family thing to really sort this out. If you need any support in this, I'm available please visit my website katysanders.com, and you'll find my contact info in the show notes. I love to help people adjust their schedules and get things set up that really works for them. And it will often change after that as well. So getting it settled, getting it mostly fitting how you and your family work and then seeing, you know, a year from now, it may not fit as well and it may need some adjustments, but at least you have a solid base to work from. So thank you for joining me on the My Senses My Space podcast.